0: Hey, what up? You are tuning into Who We Are podcast, and I am your host, Destiny Finn. Thank you so much for joining in. Let's get started. This morning, as I'm out here for my walk, the thought kind of came to me of how much our emotions change towards things and our feelings change towards things based on circumstances. And what I mean by that is, for example, when I lived down in Nevada and the hot Nevada sun was on my face and it's like 100 degrees, I would often find myself at times slightly complaining of, I just wish the sun would go away. It's so hot. I hate it. But now that I'm up here in the woods, elevated in the mountains, near a lake, it's often cold. And yesterday it was very cloudy for me and I woke up this morning and the sun was shining bright and I took a step outside to go on the walk. And I just, I stood there basking in the sunlight and just taking in its warmth and I was happy to see the sun. And I guess the thought struck me of how the sun didn't do anything. It's just my circumstances were different. So why should I hate and curse out the sun in a sense When it did nothing but continue to shine its beautiful light on me every single day. And I feel like sometimes people, especially in our Christian culture, have that kind of abusive relationship with God. You know, when things are going good in their life, they're like, oh, thank you, Lord, for all that you've given me. You know, thank you for the extraordinary life I live. But then when heartache or heartbreak or something goes wrong, they lose a job, a loved one dies, they start cursing out God of, woe is me, why would you do that? That's not loving. God never changed. God is still the same loving, beautiful, amazing, way maker kind of God. It's just that your circumstances changed. And that's like an abusive relationship of not getting what you want when you want it. So why do we treat God in such a way like that? You know, why do we allow our circumstances of emotions to change how we treat things and people Even our animals, you know, when they act cute and loving, we're like, oh, I love you. You're such a good boy. But as soon as they do something wrong, like accidentally poop on the floor in the house or tear up your favorite pair of slippers, you're like, bad dog, get out. They're still the same person. They just slightly made decisions that weren't as good. But that's a slightly different thing because that's expectations of you expecting them to act a certain way. And then they don't. And I feel like that's honestly where a root of a lot of anger comes from. The past few days, I've been studying anger and I've honestly came down to two conclusions with it. We get angry for pretty much two reasons. One is what expectations have not been met. You know? For a mother that expects her children to put their shoes in the closet every day when they come home, but instead finds them in the middle of the hallway, but she never communicated that expectation. She finds herself just screaming and yelling at her kids, and she's angry because of unmet expectations, you know? Or when you said that you want to meet up at 3.30 and you expect them to be there by 3.25, so that way you guys can begin your hangout at 3.30 and they don't show up till 3.35, you're now angry because of unmet expectations. The second thing with anger that I often find that people get angry about is insecurities. You know, when people call us out on something or they do something, and we get insecure about it and we get angry, you know, when somebody confronts you of, hey, this, that, the other, you know, you get angry because you're insecure and you realize that those fears are starting to rise up because you are insecure and you don't want people to know that. So you get angry about it instead and you shut down and you become defensive. And that's why sometimes communication with people is really hard because you want to confront something with them but they just immediately shut down. And yes, there is different ways to going about that. Of can I make an observation? You know, or this is just a perspective that I see. You know, and you are using those I statements rather than you do this a lot wrong. And rather, you could reward it as in you know I watch you doing this, and I think it might be better if we switch it like this. What do you think? And just helping them. But people also need to learn to be okay to take blunt truth and not let their insecurities rile them up. I guess the third and final thing that kind of ties into the second one, that's why I didn't really say it as a third, is hurt. We get angry because we're hurt. You know, we're hurt at something someone did, whether they broke something, broke a promise, they lied, they weren't there on time, this, that, the other. And I don't know. I just, God's been doing definitely a lot. And it's changing my perspective on things, whether it be anger, whether it be circumstances and situations. And like I was saying with circumstances earlier, God is still the same God. God cannot change. That is not of who he is. He only directs and guides and he is the same God today as yesterday. But it's our choices and our circumstances that make all the difference. And a lot of times, it's not even anything necessarily of us in our circumstances. It's things in our lives, things that we can't control, things that the devil throws our way with demonic spirits and whatnot that get us to be riled up in our emotions. And we have to make sure that we do not let the heart lead, and we let, but rather let the mind, because the heart is destructive and deceitful above all else, you know? For example, when I was starting to travel full-time, I just, I started again full-time in my Jeep about a week ago. Actually, it's been a little bit over a week, Um, and the thing came to me. I was super excited to start traveling. I was really hyped up, but as soon as I got on the road, I started to be spiritually attacked very heavily, and my emotions towards my opportunity in life and that changed based on my circumstances. And I started having anxiety and fear and hating it. And I was like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And I wasn't really willing to listen to what God was kind of saying. And it took me confronting those fears rather than avoiding them and destroying them and reminding them with the truth of God and getting rid of those demonic spirits and battling them with the armor and weapons that we have been given and not allowing them to have a seat at my table that I was able to start to make that shift to live truly back on how God has called me of, no, plans are good, you know? And I guess for me, I often, we often look at our lives and we're like, yeah, you know? And we just have to remember that God was with us through it all. He never changed. It doesn't matter if you're having the worst day of your life or the best. He's still that same loving God. There, listening to you. And he wants to be included in both the bad and the good. And... I don't really know where I'm kind of going with this. I'm just kind of sharing the story. But the circumstances might have changed, but my God didn't, you know. And thankfully, he was with me through it all, and he helped me to redefine the truth. And now I'm back to living in that freely spirit that he has called me to live in, you know, and not in the spirit of fear because we have not given a, been given a spirit of spirit, but a spirit of a sound mind and of self-discipline, one of peace, And through that, God also continued to direct my plans of where he wants me to go next and what he wants me to do and who he wants me to impact. But I guess also with circumstances, we often have a slight abusive relationship with ourselves at times. You know, we will beat ourselves up over that one question we got wrong on a test of, oh, you're such a horrible human being. How stupid of an idiot are you? Yet we forget the other 23 questions that we got right on the test. You know, or when we do something 100% right, we try to find the mistakes. When we make a phenomenal video that everyone's congratulating us on, I look and I'm like, well, the music could have been better. That shot was that shot was kind of blurry. Nope, that was stupid. It trailed off too long there. This, that, the other. Or when we do something perfectly right, you know, and it turns out great and we can't find any like things to pick on it or tear down. We almost feel bad for taking pride in our work because we have missed overused and taken out of context this word pride and what it truly means. And, you know, if we take pride in our work, we're going to be prideful and that's a sinner. But God calls us to celebrate our victories, you know, to celebrate in him all day and revel in him and give praise to him, you know, and thank him for your beautiful life. But in our culture, we're kind of almost taught in this subconscious sense of well if you give thanks for all these things you're just boasting what God's done and that's not good you know you're a boaster if you're just giving thanks for clean water and all this kind of stuff because there's people that don't have that and it makes sense when you to start breaking it down because the world just wants to divide and satan wants to just take every single truth and kind of twist it and that's another thing i've really been working on up here is redefining the truth which i think i'll probably talk about next week but It's just, it's a really different thing when you truly start taking the truth of God and not the truth of the world. And it's a very hard path to walk because you won't fit into any single box. You know, you'll just, it'll be Christ. Like that's all that is, is Christ. You know, you aren't. Uh, non denominational or Baptist, you aren't an atheist or a Christian, you aren't a Democrat or Republican, a masker or anti masker, like you are just in Jesus Christ. And when you're following that truth, you start to see why none of these labels that we tend to label ourselves with fit anymore. Because especially with social media, social media is such a two dimensional. Personality, you know, it only puts you in like one category, and it doesn't let you show all sides and whatnot. You just have to be this person. Where we live in a like three dimensional, four dimensional, five dimensional kind of universe. Don't ask me what dimensional, because I'm not up to that smartness. I'm just saying different things, you know. And we can't comprehend it. And us together, we're three dimensional, you know. We have we have so many different sides to us. So why do we try to label ourselves and categorize ourselves and I think for me anyways, especially back in the day, I would tend to slightly categorize myself with certain things because I didn't have an answer. Why did you do that? Well, I don't know. So if I just gave the answer of, oh, I'm ADHD, that to me was a comfort thing of at least I had an answer so I don't look stupid. Or, well, because I'm this, or I'm that, or I like this, or I like that. And I feel like sometimes people do that, you know, of... Well, why do you pretty much only eat veggies? Well, I'm a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. Rather than, you know, I just, I really want to take care of my body. And I feel like this is honestly the, one of the best ways to do it is by filling my diet with lots of fruits and vegetables, you know. And it's also when we put labels on ourselves that we tend to limit what God can do in our lives, you know? Like, if you label yourself as a vegan, you just kind of limit yourself from ever eating eggs or this kind of stuff because, oh, you're not a vegan anymore, you're a liar now, you know? Or if you're like, well, I'm this, then God can't change you or work you because especially with the Christian church, it aggravates me how much we put ourselves in denominations of, well, I'm a Baptist, well, I'm a Protestant, well, I'm a Catholic, I'm this, I'm that, And we care more about the doctrine of those churches than our true relationship with Jesus Christ. And I hate it because that's not biblical, you know. First of all, doctrine is not biblical. You know, adding anything to the Bible, God clearly says right there, not biblical. Second of all, when you label yourself in that way, you stop God, in a sense, from allowing to change your heart. Because the thing is, there's no such thing as denominations in Christ. There's only Christ. So when you start to label yourself and put yourself in denominations as a place to fit in you're no longer going to really fit into the kingdom of God of how he needs and wants you to fit in because you're putting yourself more into the world's labels than God. And so I encourage you to make sure that you're not having a slight abusive, in a sense, relationship based on things and circumstances and whatnot and pressures with yourself even, you know? And if you are, I really encourage you to sit down with a notebook And start redefining truth. Take words that you have in your life and start redefining what they mean to you and then take it back to the scriptures of what God says. And that's what I've really been doing. And I'll talk about that next week of just words and what they mean to me. And that's why communication is so hard in our culture because everyone has their own meaning. But I guess today I just really encourage you to start writing down anything you use to label you. Or thing you use to categorize yourself or give yourself a personality, quote-unquote. You know, rather than the characters and qualities from God of love and patience and gentleness and joyness, joyfulness and kindness and goodness. You know, instead we label ourselves, well, I'm this, I'm that, I'm a soccer player, I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a follower. You know, I'm an influencer, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a football player you know, and just truly start writing down any labels you give yourself or subconsciously give yourself. And if you don't know, ask your friends, be like, when you think of me, like what labels, like what categories would you put me in? You know, extroverted, introverted, you know, if like you say, oh, well, I'm not a business person, that right there, just you've labeled yourself and you put yourself in a box to never be good in a sense at business. If you label yourself an introvert, you just therefore put yourself in a box saying that you can never go make friends and all that because you know you're too shy to talk to people. And when we label ourselves, we often I feel like also use them as excuses for fears and whatnot why we don't do things. And I hope that you never use excuses to limit yourself from God because limits aren't things they're ideas and ideas must be adopted so stop adopting limits to your life when God has called you to live a life that's limitless in him you know one of my biggest one of my biggest pet peeves is the excuse of I'm content in Christ I hate that and here's why because nine out of ten people who tell you well i'm content in christ Usually are using that as an excuse for their laziness on why they gave up on their fears And why they just didn't pursue the life that god called them to pursue And they're just using it so that way they look like a good christian who's just content in christ Like no, susan you're not content in christ You're just lazy and afraid of the future that god called you to live And you were too afraid to pick up the truth in the bible Like, that's what that means to me, and I hate that. Yes, being content in Christ means that you are content whether you have nothing or you have everything, and it's a heart attitude. It's not a lifestyle in a sense of, well, I'm just content in Christ, here living paycheck to paycheck, working my nine to five, going to church. Like, you you don't even sound convincing when you say that. It literally sounds fake, so don't use God as an excuse for your fears and failures. You know, don't use God as a shield to hide from your inadequacy because you didn't want to pursue what he called you pursue. You know, God doesn't call the qualified. He calls the unqualified. And it's in those fears that when you confront them with faith and truth that you start to overcome and you start to become who he's called you to be. So don't take God and his Bible and become abusive with it by taking scripture out of text, taking text out of context, you know, taking scripture and using it in any way you want to please your fancy. Don't do that. That is not biblical. That is dishonoring to God and that displeases him. You know, it drives me nuts when we take scripture out of context. And I hate it when people bluntly can look you in the face and be like, no, that's not what the scripture truly means when you tell them the truth. And you're like, okay, what does it truly mean? Bring me up the biblical context of it. And they're like, and they get angry because they're insecure and they shut down and they shut you down and tear you down from it. But that's also where you have to remove yourself from people's expectations. And then you remove kind of yourself from the ability to be hurt by them. But I guess today just talking through all this is we need to really be careful the abusive relationship we have with things whether it be the sun or animals or our house or our car or even our hair, <laughs> girls have such a slight kind of passive aggressive relationship with their hair. If it has a good hair day, oh I love my hair, I'm so beautiful. The next day your hair lo- doesn't look as good as you think it should look. You're like, oh my hair's terrible, my day's terrible, everything's horrible. Like don't have that kind of relationship with yourself. Don't have a relationship like that with God, you know, and don't have a relationship like that with people. So if I can just encourage you with anything, start being self-aware in how you treat and react to certain things. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening into this week's podcast. I do apologize for not having a podcast last week. I was in a place with kind of no self-service and it was like my first week out on the road and I just did not prepare and plan ahead and have one made for you guys. So (laughs) forgive me for that, please. But yeah, I've also decided to stop putting these on YouTube for now. Maybe in a month or two, I'll revamp that and just start a whole We Are Who We Are podcast um, YouTube channel. But right now, I'm just going to be putting them on podcast. But you can still check me out on YouTube. I am at Destiny Finn. I make videos, influence, encouragement, and videos with a statement to help you reclaim your identity, your voice, and your life because that is who I am and that is who we are in Christ. Peace out and shalom to you.